Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. This podcast is a mix of our Instagram lives and IGTV videos, along with other recorded content. Sometimes we just give tips on how to improve your English, and other times we talk about a wide variety of topics, sometimes with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. What's up, talkers? In this episode, I decided I want to talk about some English slang terms that have been invented by the new generation, Generation Z, right? And I'm 32 years old now, right? Now, obviously, I'm from the U.S. I'm a native English speaker. I'm 32 years old, and I swear, sometimes I am too old to understand some of the language of these younger people. It's interesting because in the U.S., for example, usually things are broken down into different generations, right? So we had like Generation X, as it was called, people who were born in the 60s and 70s. Then we have Generation Y, which is also known as Millennials, people who came of age around the time of the new millennium. Anyway, these are people that, according to one article anyway, uh, according to this article on Kasasa.com, whatever that is, uh, Millennials are born between 1981 and 1994. So since I was born in 1989, I'm a Millennial. Then you have Generation Z, which according to the article is people born in 1997 through 2012. I'm not really sure what happened to 1995 and 1996, but anyway. And then there apparently there's already a Generation A or Generation Alpha, which was born in 2012 or later, right? Now, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about, well, like 11 slang terms, new phrases or words in English that have been sort of invented by Generation Z for the most part. These people that were born like 1994 or later, let's say, right? So they're people that are now in their 20s, etc. And me, you know, I'm technically a millennial, but I'm in my 30s now. And these kids that are in their 20s are crazy. I mean, I can't imagine what Generation A is going to be like, but I literally just feel like an old man because I cannot understand the language sometimes of these young people. And as I was doing this, I, I decided to look up a couple of different articles. One of them has like 30 slang terms invented by Generation Z, and another one has 79 slang terms. Of course, these are all super popular on social media, right? I'll put links to the articles down below. But uh, I, I realized going through this, I'm like, oh my god. Uh, as some of you know, I was in a relationship with a woman. Um, our relationship ended about six months ago, but she was she's five years younger than me. She's 27. And I'm, I realized, oh my God, she used like half of these terms. She taught me like a lot of these terms in here, but I'm like, geez, she's such a Generation Z person and I'm such a millennial. Wow. Anyway, um, and as I go through these, I only picked 11 to talk about in this episode because they're the ones that I'm actually familiar with and have heard enough to definitely know what they mean for sure. Like when I read the other ones in these articles, I'm like, hmm, that's weird. I haven't heard that. Apparently kids actually do say that on like TikTok and social media, but 
I don't know if I want to explain that because I'm not really sure. <laughs> it's kind of like, for example, if you're studying English or Spanish or whatever your second language is and you look up a word in Google or another translation website and you're like, mm, okay, that's what Google says, but I don't know if I should actually use that because might be wrong depending on the context. So I'm not going to explain all these. You can read the article. I'll attach them in the show notes if you'd like. I'm going to explain the 11 that I have definitely heard enough now to you, and I'm confident in giving an explanation of them. I'll be explaining them in plain English, in regular English, along with in Spanish a little bit as well. So yeah, here they come, 11 English slang terms that I'm too old for, but that I do understand now. Okay, so the first one, these are in alphabetical order, right? First one is bet. Bet. Okay, well, what is a bet? A bet in general is like una apuesta. Una apuesta. apuesta. I'm going to bet something. Voy a apostar dinero, right? Well, in Generation Z language, it means like, it's like an affirmation. It means like, yes, that's yes, I agree, or yes, that's a like deal, like trato hecho, right? So, for example, they might say like, Hey, you coming to the party tonight? Bet. I'm like, what? Bet. So they just basically mean like, yeah, of course. Of course I'm coming to the party. <laughs> right? And like the first couple times I heard that, I was just like, bet. I'm not betting on anything. Like, are you coming or no? <laughs> but it basically is when someone is like in strong agreement. Like, oh, yeah, I'm doing that. So they'll say, they'll say bet. And they say it kind of in a cocky way, too. They're like, yeah, you want to go do this? Bet. Like, okay, okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, it's, it's like a cool kids thing, you know. Anyway, next one on the list is bougie. Bougie. This is another one that my ex-girlfriend would say all the time. And to be honest, she's pretty bougie herself. But it's someone who enjoys an extravagant life. So someone who likes the finer things. To have nice clothes, nice nice dresses, fancy wine. I'm not talking just about her, I swear. Anyway, uh, someone who is bougie. Someone who really likes fancy things. And let's be honest, usually we're talking about women here, uh, but, well, actually, I don't know about that. I might be talking about men sometimes as well. It also talks about places, like, yeah, the restaurant's really bougie. Don't go there in your dumb khaki shorts and your, <laughs> your exercise shoes, Sean. Anyway, bougie, bougie. Next one is catch hands, to catch hands. What the heck is to catch hands? So that means to start a fight or, or to get to, to fight, basically, to fist fight, pelear, right? Yeah, we ready to catch hands. I heard that first time and I'm like, what the is catch hands? But apparently it means to fight. Next one is extra. Man, she's so extra. It's similar to bougie, basically. Someone who likes a bunch of fancy things. I mean, obviously the word extra itself just means like extra, adicional, but I guess like her personality is so extra. And it could be a guy too. You know, he's, yeah, he, he's super extra. Either like he's really dramatic or he likes things to be like really fancy. You know, he's, he's entitled, como creído, verdad? Like he's, yeah, he, he's extra, yeah. And I think it is used for women more often. I feel like extra and bougie are often used for women who like to buy, you know, to have really fancy things, if that makes sense. Next one on the list is finesse, to finesse someone, finesse. Okay, so the word finesse itself, I can't even think of the word in Spanish, but in English it means like it's defined as intricate and refined delicacy. Okay, so let me give a better example of that. Like if you're playing a sport, let's say you're playing tennis and you need to hit like a little lob shot, not like a really hard shot, right? Like a little, like a soft lob shot, barely over the net. 
It requires great finesse. You have to have great finesse to do that. Not power or speed or anything like that. Finesse, touch, right? Finesse. Maybe the term could be used like for cooking as well. I'm not really sure. Like, yeah, you have to have a lot of finesse with your hands. You know, you have to really finely use your hands. I don't know. I don't think they actually use it with cooking. But you get the point. Es como el opuesto de mucha fuerza, sino como mucha delicadez, right? There you go. I think that's, is that a word in Spanish? Delicadez? I hope so. Sounds right. Okay. Uh, so now to finesse someone, though, in Generation Z slang means like to, to engañar a alguien. Means like to, um, you know, to rip them off. Uh, that means like to, to, to get something for much less money than it was going to originally before. But like to finesse means to, well, engañar. I can't even think of the word for engañar in English, like to trick or deceive someone, basically, right? To engañarle a alguien. Yeah, man, you got finessed. Oh, yeah, I totally finessed him. What? What are you talking about? Anyway, that's finessed. Next one is ghosted. And you may not know what ghosted means, but we've all been ghosted, especially if we're guys and we're trying to talk to women on social media or via text messages. Yeah, man, I was talking to her for like three days and then she just ghosted me, bro. She ghosted me. I don't know what to do. I didn't even say anything look offensive. I just asked if she wanted to go like get a drink next week and just ghosted me. Just ghosted me. And I can see that she's still on there. I mean, she's been, she's posted, she posted like three stories yesterday and I follow her on Snapchat too. Like I know she's still posting stuff. I know she saw my message. No, she read it. She read the message like... You know, like like five minutes after I sent it, I thought she was going to respond, and she just totally ghosted me. Then and and then I WhatsApped her too. I WhatsApped her, and I was checking right because like I like you know how you see the one check first, then you see the two checks means she received it. When the two checks turn blue, then it means that you know she she read it right. So I know that she read it. She read my WhatsApp. She read my Instagram. I even tried to message her on Facebook Messenger. She read that too, and she just didn't respond. She ghosted me. No, she totally ghosted me. Anyway, you get the point. To ghost someone means to stop responding to someone. I am, yeah, she ghosted you, man. Next one is Gucci. Okay, so Gucci, of course, is like a very expensive brand of clothing and purses and shoes, but if someone says, yeah, it's all Gucci, it means it's all good. It's all good. My ex-girlfriend used to say this a lot, too. Yeah, we Gucci. We all, we're all good. It's all good. Next one is Hella. Hella. It's kind of like short for like hell of, uh, but not really. So, okay, like I had heard before people would say like, yeah, it's going to be a hell of, it's going to be, well, I can't even say it, right? <laughs> it's it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. See, this just doesn't even work for me. Even when I'm trying to say like the previous version of the way this term was used, I can't do it right. But hella, hella or hell of a is a way to put emphasis on something. Like, it's going to be a hell of a fun time. Like, it's, vamos a pasar un muy buen rato, right? It's going to be a hell of a lot of this. People say hella now to mean a lot of. Like, yeah, man, he's got hella money. Like, tiene mucho dinero. He's got a lot of money. So that's hella. I don't know, yeah. It sounds weird to me, but yeah. Next one is I'm dead. I'm dead. That doesn't mean literally estoy muerto. No, it means... Something is hilarious. Like maybe I'm laughing so hard that I'm, I'm almost dying laughing. I don't know. But uh, this is another thing that my ex-girlfriend would say to me all the time. Like, oh, OMG, I'm dead. Meaning like that's so funny. And I, like the first couple times she said it, I'd be like, wait, wait what? You're, you're, you look alive to me. I'm confused. But anyway, if they say I'm dead, doesn't mean they're actually dead. It means that something is funny, apparently. 
Next one is Netflix and chill. You may have heard of this, Netflix and chill. Everybody knows about Netflix, right? If someone says, uh, yeah, what'd you do with your girlfriend yesterday? Uh, yeah, just Netflix and chill. A lot of times the chill part means, you know, like we had sex afterwards or something like that, right? And just, we hung out, we were in the bed watching Netflix, Netflix and chill, just chilling, hanging out. But Netflix and chill typically refers to hanging out uh, with your significant other, maybe or maybe not watching Netflix or other shows and having romantic relations. And the last one I got on the list, is, this is actually not in the articles, but it's turn up, turn up. This is another one that I used to hear my ex-girlfriend and her friends say all the time. Yo, turn up. Sometimes they would even drop an F-bomb in there. They'd be like, yo, turn the up, turn up, turn up, bro. Yo, you didn't turn up yesterday. Yo, you gonna turn up? I'm like, what is, what is this turn up business? But it means like to show up or to, to come, to arrive, to come to something, right? I mean, for me, you could just say like, hey, please come here rather than, you know, yo, turn up. But apparently that's the way kids are saying it these days, to turn up. All right, everybody. So that's all I got for you today. I'm going to attach these two articles in the show notes if you want to learn more of these Generation Z slang, these things that these kids are saying these days that even native English speakers like me just can't keep up with. But undoubtedly, if a lot of you have native English speaking friends, especially if you were part of that crowd of people who are a little younger than I am, you might already know these. You may be like, Sean, this podcast was useless because I already knew all of these things, you idiot, ancient geezer, old man. Get up at the times. But anyway, thanks for listening, talkers. We'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Keep Talking CO and check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about.